Once we understand who we are, we can make sense of our stories. And when our stories make sense, the rest of the world does as well. Well, there is something I offer here on this platform that is uncommon. Support without an agenda. Now, I don't have anything to sell. My intent is for people to learn to live as deliberately unbound as they choose through the discussions generated by the experiences I share with you. Let's get started. Sometimes what we believe is helping us is actually hurting us. Now, common coping mechanisms, such as self-sabotage, are used to assist us with stressful situations and past traumas. They typically make problems worse and they limit our ability to develop to our full potential. So exactly what is self-sabotage? And what are the ways people apply this coping technique? The answer to that question along with helpful, actionable strategies, are just ahead. Self-sabotage is the act of getting in our own way of growth by undermining goals and preventing ourselves from reaching our full potential. In essence, it's us not being mindful of our well-being, whether it's mentally, physically, sexually, financially, emotionally, and more. It's making excuses for ourselves because of the fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of being seen or heard. Believing in thoughts that are not aligned with our core identity and more. For example, someone who has experienced a traumatic relationship with their parent or caregiver may not have given themselves the opportunity to understand the impact of the experience on their ability to believe in their worth. So to feel accepted as an adult, they may seek attention in ways such as oversharing or explicitly exposing themselves publicly in ways that can be demeaning to their value. And while we may believe we are being honest with ourselves and others by accepting and moving with the flow of our community, our neighborhood, family, co-workers, and friends, sometimes even dumbing ourselves down or waiting for the one to choose us, we may very well be sabotaging our core being, our most authentic selves, just for the sake of being accepted. So, is any of this resonating with you? Now, recognizing my habit of striving for perfection created pain and I used it as a coping mechanism but I also knew that I needed to dig deeper recently and find that pain point to break this habit. Actor Michael Keaton stated in the final scene of the series Dope Sick, you know 
Pain is just pain. It's not good, not bad. It's just a part of being human. And sometimes good can come out of it if we're brave enough and willing to go a little deeper and work our way through it. Try to overcome it. I believe that many of us self-sabotage because we may be afraid to face the pain of our core wounds. Even when we intend to feel the pain so we can feel something, anything. But if we did face it and work through it, the ugly voice of our inner critic would be silent for the first time in a long, long while and we would be faced with letting go. That is an emotionally charged experience that for a survivor can be as terrifying as receiving the original core wound. Without further delay, I'd like to share with you 10 self-sabotaging habits, each paired with an example of a strategy that you can apply to break them. We'll get started in just a moment. Okay, let's get busy with those 10 habits. First is negative self-talk. One of the most common forms of self-sabotage is negative self-talk. It's that voice or the inner critic that insists that you aren't enough for anything or for anyone. So to stop this self-sabotaging habit, try and practice self-compassion and challenge those negative thoughts with perspective shifting. Number two, procrastination. It's another heavy self-sabotaging behavior that can prevent you from achieving your goals. So to break this habit, I recommend time management. Ironically, it takes a bit of effort and time. However, if you know where you're spending your time, you can hold yourself accountable by chunking your tasks into smaller, manageable steps and by setting deadlines. And do yourself a favor. Celebrate any step forward. Just don't put off the remainder. Number three, fear of failure. Many people self-sabotage due to a fear of failure, but it's often a stepping stone to success. They avoid taking risks or pursuing their dreams because they're afraid of not succeeding. Try and embrace those experiences as a learning opportunity and learn to reframe perfection as progress. Any action you take is progress. Number four, perfectionism, of course. Perfectionism can paralyze your progress. Instead of striving for perfection, though, try and aim for being and doing differently by setting realistic goals and intentions for yourself. It's okay to accept that mistakes are a natural part of the learning process. And perspective shifting, again, is a useful technique 
when we are looking to shift our thoughts and beliefs away from the negative. Number five, imposter syndrome. It makes you doubt your abilities. It makes you believe that you don't deserve your achievements. Well, you deserve to celebrate yourself. Absolutely. So acknowledge your accomplishments and reframe your thoughts to focus on your skills and your qualifications. Also, take credit for the efforts and growth that you have achieved thus far. Number six, lack of self-care. Neglecting self-care can lead to burnout and self-sabotage. But if you prioritize self-care activities like exercise, proper nutrition, sleep, energy healing, journaling, and relaxation, you're going to find out that when you take care of yourself, you are better equipped to face any challenges. Number seven, setting unrealistic goals. Now, if you set unattainable goals, you're going to wind up in frustration and self-sabotage. So define clear, achievable objectives and create a step-by-step plan to reach them. Celebrate your successes along the way. Number eight, lack of self-awareness. Now, self-sabotage often stems from not recognizing your own destructive behaviors. So try to cultivate self-awareness through journaling, therapy, or mindfulness practices. Learn to understand your triggers. Choose healthy coping mechanisms that will serve you best. Number nine. Comparison. It's a heavy hitter. It is emotional sabotage against the values you treasure. It's the thief of joy, confidence, satisfaction, values, positive self-conception, and more. When we compare ourselves to others, our inner critic is hard at work telling us that we are not enough. Well, do me a favor and make this note to yourself. You are enough for yourself and for others. You determine if others are worthy of sitting at your table. Now, there are a number of ways to defeat comparison, but the most effective for me has been, of course, perspective shifting. Number 10, another heavy one, expectations. Ask yourself, what do you expect of you that you are not meeting? Are you setting your goals too high or not high enough? Or are you resisting meeting your authentic self? What about the expectations you hold of others? Are you believing that you are disappointing to them? Reflective journaling is my go-to for answering these questions and others especially when going deeper is necessary. Try in your journaling to identify what you are feeling and what you need or want. But if journaling isn't your thing, ask your support system to share a bit of time with you. 
but remember not to expect that they will say yes just because you asked. Lastly, what can you give yourself that are you seeking from others? I like to think this, give myself more when others are loving less. So, wrapping this up, making a making a support system is your first priority. Of course, awareness. But after awareness, you need to make your support system priority. But if you already have a support system in place, ask them to help you brainstorm to identify your self-sabotaging behaviors. Another option, connect with a coach, a guide, or a therapist who specializes in trauma recovery. Through self-sabotage, we find many barriers to personal growth and success, but it's not insurmountable. I believe that you have the ability to claim your power and unlock your authentic self. I believe that you can live a life full of intent and one that is deliberately unbound. This is Cher. Thank you for joining me this weekend. And I look forward to sharing with you again on the weekend edition.